What is up? I'm your host, Gabby, and welcome to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. Come vibe with my guests and I as we share our stories and open up about the taboo topics that roam around in most people's minds. All right, welcome back to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, and today we have with us my superfly, other BFF from, you know, the great places. Let's give it up for Miss JoJo, people. Hello there, ma'am. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited. I was super excited to have you. I have been telling Emily for, like, right before the podcast, I launched it. I always was saying how I wanted to have you on because I just think it would be too funny to kind of have all of the best friends kind of doing their thing together. And thank you so much for coming on. So how we get started, I know you are, you've listened to a few episodes, but you're still getting into our, our, our routine here. So what we like to do is we started off by having our guests kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and how we met. Okay, so um, like your daughter, bad gal, Jewelry calls me, I'm Jojo, and uh, Gabby and I met through our mutual best slash shared best friend, Emily, who you've had on the show. Yeah, she was your original OG roommate. Exactly. So I wouldn't say that Emily and I were ever roommates until recently, but we met, uh, both of our fathers were in the military, we met on Guam so many years ago, and we didn't necessarily share a room, but we did share a bus seat. Uh, We both wanted to sit on the very last row in the back of the bus, and we just became friends and inseparable ever since then. Um, So that's kind of like how we got our start. She was definitely the OG bad girl influence on me and I was kind of like a nerd um but we've definitely both mellowed out and kind of came to like a a a really good I think place in both of our lives uh we recently were roommates when I decided to move out uh, to San Antonio end of last year and uh, it was the first time ever living together she was so great you know just a gracious host and very welcoming cleared a whole closet for me which we know as women it's that's kind hard. Of, that is some tough shit right there. Like, I was shocked. Um, so I'm thankful and appreciative of that. And that lasted a couple months and it was fun. You know, just our little adventures and laughs and scares and cries and whatnot. So it's fun. Everything and that then comes I, into a friendship, right? Exactly. And, you know, you become sisters after a while, right? So... I know that you and Emily consider each other's sisters as well. Yes, of course. When I met, I want to say like four years ago, five years ago, maybe Mm -hmm. uh, when I was coming out here to visit and you also opened your home to me to let me stay while I was visiting my best friend. And I was like, "Mm, I'm not really sure how I feel about staying with your other best friend. Um, but after getting to know you and, and hanging out, it was, you know, we just clicked. So it was super fun. That is, you know, and it was so funny when that happened that, because it, it even surprised Emily when I was like, yeah, Jojo can stay with me. And she goes, what? Like, are you sure? <laughs> I was like, 
what's the difference? We're all going to be hanging out together anyway. And I was so interested in wanting to get to know you because I forever, of course, got Emily when her and I were next to each other or whatnot. And I would always hear about y'all stories. So it made me at the end of the day, want to figure out who you were. And I was like, okay, she sounds hella cool. Like I want to, I want to get to meet her. And then when you came in and were visiting, I was like, okay, she, she can visit. She can't stay though. I was like, she, she has to go back. <laughs> and then, you know, we got along and from there, I feel like the rest was history. We just really got along and we clicked and we then, of course, became an additional friend. So it kind of made y'all's friendship a little bit more dynamical, I guess. Is that a word? You know? Yeah. I kind of was, was adopted in. So, but it, but it never felt strained or anything. And of course, like you and Emily still have y'all's friendship. Me and Em still have our friendship. And then you and I have grown to be able to have our friendship together. That's the one thing that I was super excited about. I know. I think that's right. It's, it's funny because you get to see people in different phases of their life, right? Like Emily and I were in high school, you know, middle school, high school. And that was like a whole different emotional roller coaster in our lives versus like when you and her first met, you were in totally different places in your life versus now, right? You have a daughter, you know, we're, we're all doing different things now, a little bit more adult grown up. No, exactly. And that's, that's the fun part of it is that, you know, Emily and I talk about it all the time where we met in such different situations that we we look back on it now and we're like look at look at our come up i guess like our glow up you know we we really started from i say like not not the greatest parts in our life you know definitely learning parts and parts that make you who you are today but when when we met yeah she would go she was going through her stuff and then i i was I was with my I was with my future ex-husband at the time. So, you know, we we were still figuring out our thing. I felt like where mine and Emily's friendship got stronger was where years later when we moved to back to San Antonio, I, we moved at separate times, but that's where we were able to get closer and like finally break through that customer stylist like that professional barrier you know and yeah it just it opened up so many doors and then that's when she forever would tell me about all of y'all stuff i we need to talk we need to we need to dip into a little bit of y'all's of y'all's uh history so y'all said y'all met in middle school or so how old were y'all i think okay so i think at first so we we're, we always, I think, knew of each other, but I don't think her and I ever really talked until we're about 14 years old, maybe 14 or 15 years old, which, you know, I'm, I almost forgot how old I'm turning. I'm turning 32 this year. So I'm 31 now. So that's, you know, over 15 years ago, half a decade ago. So it was crazy. Um, you know, it was kind of like this very unexpected friendship. We didn't hang out with the same types of people, um, but I think we had like a forced friendship because we sat next to each other on the bus 
and you know, we just kind of grew closer and, and just had like a lot of experiences. I remember going to her house and spending the night and we would play uh, something that she made up or we made up. I can't remember what the origins were, but it was uh, Gangster Scrabble, right? <laughs> we Scrabble, but with like slang or like gangster spelling or like, you know, just, you know, like we're from the streets or something. It was <laughs> so fun. I think that's one of my fondest memories. That's and why then when street he- vocabulary is so, is so on point. That's hilarious. Yeah. And it was kind of like, yeah, her dad got stations back stateside. I still stayed on Guam, but it was sort of when social media first started coming, you know, available. Right. So I remember growing up, we had like Zanga, right. <laughs> yeah. And like how we kept in touch. And then like from Zanga was MySpace. Mm-hmm. From MySpace, Facebook and Facebook, Instagram. So we, that was kind of like how we kept so close was through those different uh, social media platforms, which is just crazy to think about because so, so that that's so that is so different to hear because you know from the outsider looking in, I would have thought you and Emily talked every almost every other day since your childhood based on the friendship that y'all have right now because y'all talk every day, y'all see each other every day like it's just that bond y'all have so that's so funny that. So y'all were best friends, but y'all really just kept in touch purely on social media before, for, for the majority of it, uh, basically. Yeah, you know, thinking back on it, that makes more sense because we lived in different time zones, you know? Yeah. Like she, she lived here and I lived in Guam. I don't even know what the time difference is, but it wasn't super convenient. I think we got to talk every once in a while. But finally, like when I moved to California after high school, you know, we're finally like in the same area on the mainland as we like to call it. And we were able to talk more, but only after nine because we never had enough minutes, you know, like it had to be like free after that. (laughs) I think I had like a razor or I don't even know. It was, it's fun. It was so funny. But yeah, I mean, um, it's just, I think it was sort of meant to be because it's not easy, right? Like it wasn't easy to maintain that bond or that exactly. but it was, it just happens. And it, you know, I'm so thankful to have someone like her as my best friend. I have, of course, in addition to Emily, I've always, I always say, you know, um, and I guess, and I guess it brings us into our topic, you know, cause I feel like we could just talk all day about this and in a way. Um, so our topic today is actually sharing your best friend, you know, like that, that little animosity that comes along with that sharing part, especially with, with the, the best friend title. So if you look, if you look at any little meme or video that is posted nowadays it's like "Mm -hmm, no best friend like "Mm, this is my best friend you don't share your best friend like "Mm, no get away you know and it was so funny when uh when we all kind of started getting along when we all started getting introduced to each other because very fragile right like you're almost walking on eggshells yes and it it was like because I had told you know I would tell Em all the time I'm like 
I guess I, I was trying to figure out, I was like, so tell me more about Jordan. What is she like? And he, and she, you know, she would tell me, she was like that, um, she would tell me about the trips that y'all would have when she would go visit California, all of y'all's Coachella trips. And I just, of course, I'm just enamored by all of the stories. Cause I was just like, that sounds so amazing. I just wish I was there. <laughs> and I, I always, I guess, had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, no, like I never had a feeling that it was going to, that there was going to be any tension between us. Cause I always feel like, with the, with the, um, connector being Emily, I feel like you can't get any, uh, any, any weirder than, than, than that crowd, you know? <laughs> well, I think it's also, it's also, I mean, she knows me and my personality type. I wouldn't say jealous cause I don't like that word. I think it's negative, <laughs> but I wouldn't say, um, terror. Like she knows, like I'm very much uh, territorial. I'm almost like the only child who wasn't an only child. Like I don't like to share. Um, so she knows, she knows, she knows that that's my type of personality. Um, and there have been other friends or her other past best friends that she's introduced me to that I'm like, eh, not going to make the cut. Um, but when I met you, um, it just, I don't know if it was like the stars aligned or there is something, you know, the planets were aligned. Um, I think we just clicked and it was good vibes, positive vibes. And I, you know, I can't, I don't, I want her to have good people in her life. Right. Definitely. Same. So if you're good people, then I'm going to be open to that and receptive to that. So, and you were good people. No, exactly. And you know, that was the one thing. And I saw that, I think it was a mutual friends baby shower where all of us just vibed. And it was, I was that odd man out in that room. And it was as if like, I had known everybody for years, just, just sitting there because everybody just had such a, a welcoming personality, you know? And, and I guess that's the best way to see it is that, oh yes, it's not necessarily that my best friend has other friends. It's no, it's like you, you, you keep good energy around you. It's funny. I, I actually did an episode of um, reading energies and vibes. And so that's, it's funny to kind of like see it play out in just everyday life, you know? Yeah. It's like you, you, you want a good community, right? Like you want to be so, like, they have that now it's like, it takes a village, right? So like, if you want to grow as a person, you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that, um, are positive to that. And I think that was probably where my jealousy, or territorialness or territorialism kind of came in. It's like when I saw people, uh, this is not good people. Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of acting ugly, but they're not good people at all. And you <laughs> so, know, I've had that with different people in my life where I've, I've gotten along and I, and I like to say I'm a very, um, a very versatile person. I can get along with pretty much anybody, but it is, it is that one rare percent where it's like, if I'm reading an energy off of you, if you're just throwing off a vibe that I'm not willing to pick up here, I'm going to, I'm, it's funny. It's like that meme of like, where it's like Jay-Z and Kanye and there's like two other people with them. And it's like, all of them are having fun. And Jay-Z is kind of like, mm-hmm, like, no. Like, I'm going to just be that one. I'm going to bow out. Like, I'm like, nah, like I, this isn't just, this isn't my vibe, you know? Yes. And I know it's, it, I know sometimes it sounds harsh, but I'm like, 
I don't know, maybe this just isn't my cup of tea. This may, this might not work for me in this case. I think it's better to be genuine to yourself than faking the funk. You know what I mean? I'm just like, like I, I think there's a time, like, I think you, you know, if you're there to maybe like celebrate someone's birthday, you're not going to start drama just because you don't like someone, but you know, inside, like, yeah, I don't, I don't mess with that person, you know, and, but I'm still going to like be supportive and be cool, but you know, you're not going to fake the funk. No, exactly. And you know, it happens more cases sometimes where it's like, you, you want to just be, of course, you want to be a good friend to your friend, but yeah, there's, there's plenty of cases sometimes where it's like, you don't want to fake the funk. You don't want to put on a fake face. I, I, I always say like, I don't like to lie to myself. Like I'm a very honest person, whether it's me telling you how I feel about something or me showing how I feel about something even if I'm not using my words, my facial expressions are going to give me away. Like you're going to know I'm not comfortable here. I do want to leave. I'm going to look at my phone or my watch every couple of minutes. I'm like, "Mm," you know, you don't, there's, I guess to me, it's like you could avoid that situation as well. Yeah. You know, talking about like sharing your best friend, it kind of makes me think of something else that's, that's interesting. So it's like, sharing my best friend with another girl, right? Like, a, you know, is different than sharing your best friend with like their significant other. Yes. So I always, I always think about, oh my God, if Emily got married, like, I hope I like her husband because if I don't, it's going to be terrible. Like I'm going to be so sad. And, depressed. and you know what I, think, I think she's going to make good choices and pick the right person, but of course, they have to be ready for all of us though. Like that's the thing. And I, and I feel, especially with, and I feel this is, this is the funnier part of our episode is that Emily now has two episodes dedicated to her basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cause this one, basically we just talking all about her. So we need to just make sure, you know, her head can fit through the doorways when, when she comes in next time. <laughs> right, right. She's going to be like, Oh yeah, I got this. <laughs> a lot of hair too. Oh my God, for days. But no, and you know, it's so funny you said that, how if and when Emily does get married and, you know, meets Mr. Mr. Wright, it's going to be hilarious because we're going to have to like, he's going to have to put in a lot of effort because we, we are around, we, y'all, I, I like to say y'all are part of my COVID pod because of course, we have dinners and stuff together and we make sure to quarantine correctly um, so that way we can hang out. And it makes me laugh because I, I tell Chef all the time that Emily's part of our couple because anytime he cooks, he knows it's instant. I'm like, can Emily come? Can I, can I, can I send the invite to Emily? And he goes, yes, of course. Like, I figured you already would have. You don't even have to ask me anymore. He already knows I'm in anytime he cooks for me, I'm anticipating Emily to come over too. <laughs> so I like to I say that she's fun. in a relationship. Yeah, she's fun to eat with though because she loves food and she enjoys it. So yes. and Chef is a chef. Like I've gotten to try uh his dishes a couple of times and I was very impressed. So it I still sense. want his beans recipe, but I don't think he's going to give it to me. <laughs> I don't know. He, he can be swayed, 
buy him a bottle of tequila. <laughs> he might give it to you. I'll get the I'll get the index card ready for you in a pen. <laughs> but no, and you know, it's so funny that we as women are that territorial where it's like, I really do hope like your man's cool and shit because I'm not going anywhere, you know? Like that's, it's, I guess like that loyalty to your friend is always there, even with their partners and spouses. So when, when me and chef would have like our little tips here and there and instantly, of course, I'm like, I'm going to call, like, I didn't even say I'm going to call Emily. I would just, just pick up my phone and, you know, just shoot a text message. Like, cause I need to calm down. Yeah. (laughs) This motherfucker. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, but no and you know like we would always Emily was always my go-to when is still always my go-to when anything happens so it makes me laugh because I always tell chef I'm like there's gonna be moments where you need to understand like yes like I love you we're together you know I want to I want to be with you but that's my girl. I was like, she's, she was here before you. She's going to be here after you. I was like, you got to get along with her too. (laughs) I don't just get that effort of mine. I'm like, no, you gotta, she's important to me. Yeah. You gotta share the space. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's so interesting that that thought of not complaining, but venting to your girlfriends or your friends about your significant other, right? I think it's a very fine line and something that I've had to learn um, the hard way because certain people or certain things that you say stick with your friends, right? Dude, and they wouldn't believe. Yeah, and it's like you have to know. It's like they have to know and you have to know, like, you know, the boundaries, Right. Because once you say something or, you know, you, you say it in the moment, like, even though it's just in the moment, your friend could take it very personally, right? Or, like, feel like they got to, like, ride or die for you. But you can change your mind. And that's the one thing I've had to learn the hard way is, like, you're allowed to change your mind. So yeah. just be very careful about how you say things, right? Because you want there to be, like, a co- – you don't want them to, like, not be able to be around each other because of something that you complained about or said – I think that's interesting. And it's so funny you say that because that actually did happen. You know, I'm, I'm one to be a hundred percent transparent with it. Like chef and I weren't having the best of times um, in 2020. So we did separate to kind of fix ourselves. Well, Emily became a crutch for me, you know, like not necessarily a crutch per se, but she became, um, like a link, like a a resource for me in a way, like I could go to her with my emotional stress and it wasn't that she could fix it into a a Tetris, you know, perfect rectangle. It was just that I was able to let it out. It was things that were beyond my control at the moment, but I just needed to just talk about it and let it out. And that's what Emily was for me at that moment. And it really, it, it, it was a catch 22 sometimes because there were moments where, yeah, I would say not necessarily derogative or negative things about chef, but I would say how the, how the 
situations would make me feel. And then of course, you knowing M, M is very, M, I say she's a feeler, you know, like, cause she, she feels your emotions. She feels your stress for you. And I feel like it, if like you exude enough, like she kind of picks it up because she's so close to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I, and I, and I can say firsthand that she did like my, my, the way that I was affected by what was going on at that time, it really affected her, her, her mood and vibe to chef. And it wasn't that, and, and I, and I respected her enough for when she was able to say like, Hey, because y'all are going through this, I don't feel comfortable. I was like, okay, that's not a problem. She's like, I have to kind of take a step back. I was like, Oh, that sucks. Because of course, like I want you there. Like I'm so close to you. But yeah, you have to be selfish. Like you're again territorial, right? Like you're yes. my friend, you know. <laughs> yes, and it does. It does. It, and I agree with you. Like I don't. I don't feel like I have a jealous bone in me, but I am hella territorial. Like that's. I feel like now, just being a mom, I've become more territorial. But no, I'm definitely territorial for sure. Um. And when, you know, we had to take that little, and it wasn't necessarily breaks that we took, you know, it was just that she maybe didn't come over four times out of the week. She came over two, you know, like she just, she took the time for herself, but she also, you know, we made time for our friendship still. And it wasn't until I had to take a moment to kind of digress where, reevaluate, not digress reevaluate where chef and I were. And then that's mm-hmm. where I would tell her, I was like, I'm going to fix this on my own, but I'm going to keep you up to date with what's going on with the positive. And I said, I was like, I, I feel like I unloaded too much on you and it, and it, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out. So luckily I was able to fix things. Both of us were able to fix things and we were able to kind of show her like, Hey, you don't have anything to worry about now. You know, like we, we, as much as, as much assurance as she gave me in my separation from chef, we gave her, we gave it back to her to let her know like, Hey, because you're such a caring friend, we got nothing but love for you. So we don't want no bad blood, you know? Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, she just wants, you just want your friends to be happy, right? Always, always. It sucks because, you know, you, you want that ride or die, right? Mm-hmm. But not like so extreme where like when you change your mind or like, you know, you're, you're moving different or you're trying to fix things maybe in a different way maybe, or like do a 360 or 180 or whatever they call it. No, yeah. Like to switch gears too, you know? I've always, so I, it, it's funny because we don't have a fourth person for us three. I like to say us three have been can genuinely say that we are I can't say maybe you and I are the best of friends yet but we're very great friends for sure we get along for sure I don't know what it is about you but like I even just where we could be on our phones in my living room saying nothing to each other I'm still having a ball with you I'm having the time of my life and I guess it's just because it is such a chill environment we don't have there's no extra effort needed you know that's what me and Em laugh at all the, laugh at all the time is that she can come over. We're not talking. She's raiding my fridge for a Topo Chico and we're just sitting there on the couch and 
chilling and that's that is what we do and then you know she goes home at the end of the night and it was such a fun time yeah it's just being there I like you're it's the, the company yeah it's the company exactly I enjoy it and you know when when you and I, I I've always I've always laughed because I relate like our closeness years mine and Emily to um like the sex in the city girls in a way, you know, cause they all have their separate shit going on, but they're so close. Like they, and you, and you can tell like who has the closeness and if not sex in the city, let's bring it a little bit more newer generational insecure. Oh my gosh. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm going to bring it up. You know, that is my shit. Love that show. But that's, but you know, like their, their closeness, like, and that's a prime example. Look at how the characters interact with each other. They are all great friends, but yes, you still have the two and two, you know, um, that stem off, but nonetheless, all of them are still intertwined with each other. You know, they, I have a question for you related to the show. Go that's ahead, girl, go ahead. The ride or die. So you know how Molly and Issa started kind of going through it. Maybe they weren't feeling as close as they used to. Mm-hmm. And um, Molly didn't want to help Issa book an act. Like her, her main daughter, you know, dropped out. And Molly didn't want to help Issa um, book an act because she didn't want to jeopardize her relationship with her man, with Asian Bay, right? Yeah, with Asian Bay. Asian Bay had like industry connections or whatever. So Issa went around her and, you know, got used his connections, but didn't use it through Molly. Like, what were your thoughts on that? Because that's like, if I was, if I was in, if I, okay, so I'm okay. I'm going to give. And so, for the viewers who do not know, Insecure is an HBO show that Emily, Jordan, and I are hooked on. If you do not watch it, you need to watch it. They are not giving us enough seasons because Issa Rae is cutting it off at five, which is this next one coming up. And I better get more. I, I We need more than 30 minutes in an episode, please. It's very relevant, right? Like if it's a, it is so relevant. Yes. I'm living in now, you know, set in contemporary times in LA. I'm from California, so I feel like I extra relate. But I think like the emotions and like the the scenarios are something that we've all experienced, you know. Yes. At one point or another. And and I feel okay. So I know it sounds corny, but I relate that realness of the content that is exposed to us within those episodes. I feel that's what I try and do within the podcast, like. I want those same, those same references and moments of conversation. That's what I hope for within the podcast. So and you I would, have the audience to connect to that too, right? Yes, that connect. And, you know, because it is those taboo conversations, you know, and, and that is a good one. How, how would you feel if your man, if your best friend, your ride or die went against like, like went above you, you know, but so going back to that, I mean, in Issa's, and on Issa's side, she was asking for help 
they weren't they weren't in the best place if it was me if i was in Issa's shoes and i needed help i i am one of those though you know like i i do feel a closerness to isa because i too want to start things from scratch and i have big goals and i will admit like if if it was me needing to talk to yours or Emily's Bay, you know, because they were able to help me with something. And it was just a literally like, like Asian Bay said, it's just sending an email. All he did was send an email. He did nothing like no additional effort was required other than sending that email. I, I know it sounds silly, but I would do it. I'm the same. I, I'm, on the, I'm like you. I think Molly was wrong. I I would, I I would have done it and I would have done it not because like I was trying to fuck with my friend, but I, I agree in the instance that like, I agree in the instance of Molly was wrong, you know, like you were willing to let, she was willing to let Issa fail. Because she, and, and I, and I chalk it up to Molly just wanting to be petty at the moment because there was never any other moment in any of the other seasons. And I know it sounds so silly for those who are listening. We're just going off on an insecure rant, but it's, it's very prominent to the topic. Um, you know, what Issa was going through, Molly was really kind of just being petty in a way. And it would be a it would be a hard conversation to have with any best friend, and I'm glad they en- they ended the season with like Issa and Molly talking. Now, of course, we don't know where it's gonna go, but nonetheless, like it doesn't matter where anything goes. Y'all took the first step, and y'all fucking chose to talk to each other like that. That even in like my my life with Chef, my life with M, you, you know, in any instance, it's like the first step of having of of admitting like there's opposite sides during an altercation it's just talking it out even if it's not what you want to hear you know so I'm really glad like that's how they ended it like I'm glad that they evaluated in their selves that I'm not gonna let this ruin my friendship you know like that's what I felt at the end of that scene yeah forgiveness is hard though right hard like hard so hard i think um that's probably something that i struggle with um i i agree i take your i'm like you i would have you know if i've been working on something and i needed a favor from someone who was considered like my best friend even if we weren't in the best of places mm-hmm. if, and nothing true nothing bad bad truly transpired between them yeah. it was just you know they were moving different and just they weren't connecting the same. Like I, I think that Molly should have helped her and should have been her ride or die, you know? And you know, and I guess to me it was because like, I feel like Issa gave her that push to Andrew, you know, like Molly was already so in a way like, he's not what I want. I want to date within my culture and my race. And, you know, 
Issa kind of was the one that told her, like, step out of your box. Like, he's fresh. He's interested. Like, give him a chance, you know? And then to, to see and turn around and see Molly kind of project this, like, I'm going to protect this now. La, 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 la. And I would have been that best friend thinking in my head, like, like oh, you want to protect this now? You and I are the same like that. I think there are other people who aren't like that. Like, I think, I think when I, because I watched the show with, with M, I think she took Molly's side. So it's so different. Like we are very, we think very different, right? Mm-hmm. And I think. Um, it's funny because Emily, Emily, like our M, you know, is, is a big one with me because and it's true so it's like you said you and me have a lot of similarities and I'm pretty sure that's where you and I connect so well and with me and M like there are so many differences so I like to call M my mirror my there if there is something that I'm not willing to come to terms with and be honest with myself if I need that little push or a little kick I'm just going to call Emily because mm-hmm. with with our dynamic with our friendship Emily is my, my edge of reason. She is my, Hey girl, like, hmm, you know, mm-mm. give it to me, give it to me. Yes. And she's always like, I, I have, and I've, and I've, and I, I tell her, I was like, I, I value that part of our friendship. I was like that. You've never lied to me. I was like, you've told me when a man wasn't right. You've told me you felt how you felt about people. Even when I was all for them. Like, you're not willing to tell me how you feel, even if it's going to hurt my feelings. And that's the one thing I, I value the most in a friendship. Like, I don't care if you're going to hurt my feelings. I don't care if it's not something I'm prepared to hear. Like, just say it. And I feel I, like that's what her and I do. I think that's, um, that what, that's what makes a friendship work is that you have to be willing to hear the truth mm-hmm. and you have to be able to live with the truth, Right. Yeah. So like, I can tell you how I think about whoever you're dating. You have to be able to accept that. But also, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Like, I'm still going to hang out. I'm still going to have fun. Um, and you know how I feel about it. But you're going to live your life. You're going to make your choices. You're going to live your life how you want to live your life. And I think yeah. if everyone can, like, just get on that page or that wavelength, it's a little bit more successful, right? In your friendships. Yes. You know, and it, it, it is unfortunate. I have lost a lot of friendships before in the past, just due to different things, you know, outgrowing, um, personality changes, just changes of life in general. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily that I wish bad on these, these people now. It's just that you merely turned from like a, a friend to an acquaintance again. And but it doesn't, it, I guess to me, it's like, as long as you're genuine, as long as you're still willing to be a hundred percent you, like friendships can pick up again, you know, but I guess to me, the one thing that I value is just being honest in a friendship, just being yourself. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't have time for that fake friendships. Like those are what lead and transpire to just drama and problems. Like, who has time for that? I don't. I know you don't. Definitely, I don't. And you know, another part that makes me feel really nice, and I keep playing with my hair because it's so fucking long. Eh. 
It's pretty. I am not doing anything to it, dude. Like I love my hair, but it is a love hate relationship because I am forever now that it's like so low, it get it gets caught in the chair. So I'm like, (laughs) I have to like pull it forward all the time and make sure it's not on my back. You're giving me chair vibes right now with your dark long hair. I love it. Um, oh my god, I've never been called share though. Hell yeah, goals. <laughs> but no, I will never cut it. This is just what I want. I, I even tell Emily, I was like, if I if I tell you I want my hair shorter, I was like, no, tell me just no. Saying, yeah. I was like, I just tell I tell her I was like, tell me no, tell her. She no. told me no all the time when I say I want bangs. So. <laughs> she's told me that before she's like you with your short hair is like jordan with bangs no i have to tell y'all no it's just not gonna happen i'm like that's the funny part she's a professional so we should trust her that is why you know you know how they say it's like you don't you don't cheat on your best friend you don't cheat on your bar your stylist that's why i just put the two together so that way i kill, I kill birds with one stone <laughs> You know, the one thing that I do have to say that I have enjoyed with sharing a friendship and is that I met you, I met you 2000, I want to say 2015. Yeah. Right. 2016. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like 2015, 2016. And when, and it's funny because that's exactly who I was going to bring up was bad girl jewelry you know, bad girl jewelry, Emily is my, you know, my ride or die, my rock. She was there when I was in bed rest, when I, uh, when I was giving birth girl, that is when, you know, like I am scared beyond my wits. I had no idea what was going on because of course, Jill, bad girl jewelry wasn't, um, she came super early. She was a preemie, like a super preemie. And, um, so when all of that was going on, I'm scared freaking out. And I know like my family is excited because it's like baby, but the thing that just made me feel so relieved was even though like, yes, I had my sister there and her, and that's my, that's like my lifeline, you know, the thing that made me though, that gave me the most comfort was knowing I had Emily there because Emily was there to help with like my, my mental stress. Like she understood the whole, like, no, she's not good. She, she's freaking out. Her body's in pain. Like she needs to move. Like Emily understood the, the whole other aspect that nobody else understood. Not not just the cute baby, but what's going on with me as a mother, a new mom. Yes, yes. And you know, and I I was only allowed two people in the room, but I had literally like maybe 10, 15 minutes before bad girl jewelry was pushed out. I had just asked the nurse by by chance, I was like, Can I just have like a third person if they just stay to the side and don't do anything? <laughs> and they had approved Emily to be in there. And I was going to have Emily in there because to me, like, that is my ride or die. Like, I need you here in this moment of my life where it's like, I'm super scared. She, she, she chose to decline just because of course she wanted me to share the moment with like my sister and my mom. But I knew at that moment when I'm, I was freaking out in all of my glory, 
the thing that made me feel the most confident, even though, yes, I know I had my sister and my mom there and they were helping me and I was, you know, I was preparing for motherhood. The thing that made me feel the most at peace was where Emily said, she's like, I'll be right outside. I'll come right back once you're done. Like, I'll be right back. Like she, she, I guess, gave me that assurance. Like I'm here. I'm not going. We should ask her why she didn't stay in the room. I, and you know, like she, she's told, and I asked her before, cause I, I, and, and I know it sounds funny, but like if in the, ugh, in the long stretch that I were to have another child that I were to even consider that or fathom that thought, I would want M in the room. Like I would probably change it from like, of course, who I had before to my, you know, future baby daddy and, and Emily, like I'd want Emily there. She probably doesn't want to be scared off from having her own babies. Pretty much. I think that's honestly what it talks down to. It would be me. I'd be like, uh, I don't want to live this before I have to actually live it. But that, you know, that transitions me into the next best part of sharing best friends is that it's when you start reproducing your own kiddos, you your kiddos then get those extensions, you know, like you get those Thea Jojos and Thea M's of the world. And it, it makes for so much, it makes for like an additional family, an extended family you never knew you had, you know, but it doesn't just, but that love and compassion doesn't just get given to you. It's now passed to your child who like Jill would not know in a million in a million years that you are you and I are not related, you know, mm-hmm. especially Emily. I, I find it funny. My, my mother's birthday was just very recent. And, um, I gave the, the, the birthday gift over to my mom from Emily mm-hmm. and my mom looks at me and she's like, did you read the card? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to read your card. It's your card. You know, like, why would I have read it? And so she hands it to me and, and, you know, there's parts in there where Emily was just showing her appreciation and being thankful for being added into the family. And my mom took it and she's like, my adopted daughter and like put the card in her purse. I was like, this is so fucking cute. Like that is when you know that no matter sharing or any of it, like that's, that's when, you know, like it, it means something, you know, like my family has, my family adopted, of course, Emily within years of our friendship. And now I start bringing up your name and they're like, Oh, is, 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 is Jojo going to come? Is, is it going to be Emily and Jojo? And are, are, are they going to come today? Or when were they thinking of stopping by? And I'm like, this family is getting way too big. (laughs) (laughs) That territorial is coming back in. Right. Like I'm here. I need attention. Right. I think, I think that's a big part of it too. It's like, we all have to make sure we give each other the right amount of attention. So no one's feeling neglected. Right. I like to give Emily those little, of course I'm making, I'm just poking fun and giving her a hard time, but you know how, like sometimes when y'all will come visit and um, you come with her, I always tell mm-hmm. her, I go, it was just supposed to be you. <laughs> she goes, like you and yeah. <laughs> she goes, don't be like that. I was like, I was just kidding. I was like, I didn't know I had to show you tonight. <laughs> she loves it. Everyone wants to be wanted. 
<laughs> I told her I go, I need to I need to put a clone of you in a 3D printer so that way we can, you know, make travel sizes. <laughs> Pencil you in, do you have a schedule here? Right. This is my time. You're 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 impleding on my time. <laughs> I know. And then and then, you know, I think it's really interesting because I, I noticed this and I said this to Emily too, is that whenever we do come over, Chef is just so chill. You know, he doesn't get weirded out with the girl vibes like he's just there chilling you know because, so you know and not a lot of people realize this so um and I'm willing to admit it because I don't care I don't give a fuck I I want I like I said I want gen, genuineness and transparency so COVID really fucked with me dude like it made my anxiety just like whoosh, all over the place and when we go out or we do stuff. I can't really drive at night anymore just because like, I just, it doesn't, I don't know. Like maybe it's just like my medicines I'm taking now. Girl, I can't see at night, so I can't drive. That's I already <laughs> can't see at night because I have astigmatism, but now Same. with my medicines, I'm like, nope, <laughs> I will go pull over in a parking lot and I have no shame in saying, I can't drive anymore. I'm done. Your turn. <laughs> Me and Emily are cool with it. We've already, she's already gotten used to it and she appreciates it because she doesn't want me to be testing my driving skills. But, yeah. You know, it, it, it's things like that. It's, oh my gosh, I'm giving everybody a free show here. <laughs> um, but it's things like that. And, you know, even when Chef, um, like Chef now with, with, you, with us having our girl time, he, he's so great with it all. And he, he understands that I need that girl time. Because I, I've told him, I'm like, you have the boys. You know, I, I like to tell him that um, he didn't feel COVID. He didn't, he doesn't know what COVID felt like because he was forever always talking to the guys, whether it was on Discord or Messenger or Snapchat, but he always had that support system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, it's like I, I tell him, I'm like, with girls, with women, we need that, but we need face-to-face. -face. I was like, so that's why... I don't choose to go out and do a million things. I was like, because I want to make sure my pod is safe at the end of the day. I was like, mm -hmm. I come home, I go to HEB, I go to work. That's it. I was like, but I like being able to chill at home because I need that interaction, you know, mm -hmm. with, 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 with having a full-time job. Uh, and I don't like to call the podcast part-time because it is a full-time job too you know, two full-time jobs, a mom and a relationship, now evolved relationship, but I know you about that ring on your finger, girl, but then blinded me. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. So let's just let, we can bring that up, I guess. So yeah, this, uh, I'm trying to like put the, put with the camera, this happened today. So, yes, I'm gonna put I'm it. So happy for you guys! Congratulations! Oh my God, dude, I I did not realize it was happening. I so tell us start start from the beginning. <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, we are recording this episode. It is Saturday, Sunday. Uh, February 28th and um, I'm engaged guys chef put a ring on it yeah. so, I will admit like when he took me to so he took me to our place 
um, here in San Antonio. He took me to the tea gardens, um, the Japanese tea gardens, because that's where we had first. So we had our, we had a first date. We met online um, way back when, you know, all those years. And um, so our first like meetup to kind of like get to know each other was Wingstop. You know, right? Because you want to get your mouth full of wing sauce and shit. And so if you can still find me attractive after that, we're, we're golden. My weakness too. <laughs> I love me some wing stop. And so our first date, I, I kept it real. You know, I was, I was a true G. I brought my baby to the date with me. <laughs> Diaper bag, carrier and all. And so um, Bad Girl Jewelry... And I and, and chef, we went to the Japanese tea gardens and we were just, we sat there on the steps and we were just talking. It was just a beautiful January afternoon. It was beautiful. It was a great day. And, um, from there, of course, like we finished out our date. Well, fast forward to now, that's where he took me. He, he, we, we didn't have bad gold jewelry today because it was bio dad's day and he was like, let's just have a Sunday fun day. We've actually, because of all like the snow, the winter storm and everything that happened, we had to put our anniversary on hold. So it always makes me wonder if he's had this since then. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he has. <laughs> right? And me being the like clean freak that I am, I'm like surprised that I didn't find it. But then again, I really don't look in shit. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lazy cleaner. <laughs> you got you. So we, we get there and we were, we were waiting to go sit at our spot. Like I I'm, I'm one of those like little sentimental people. So I love just, this is our spot. This is our, yeah. yes, that's me. I'm sappy like that. And he, so there was people taking pictures. He's like, okay, well let's walk over here. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just enjoying it. It was actually really pretty. There's a lot of stuff still frozen and kind of dead from the, from the winter storm, but it was still beautiful. It was beautiful. There's so, so many people, but beautiful. And they walk away, you know, they kind of move away from the area and he's like, Oh, let's go back. Let's sit down. And he knows that I, I'm a fucking sap for uh, anything romantic. So taking me back to my spot, you know, and all of that. It's, I don't know, like, I just wanted to sit there and I wanted to take some pictures. And I tried to, we tried to reenact like our picture we took, like that first date. Could not find, could not find the spot, but I'm pretty sure I got close to it. I sit down, I take off my purse and I just remember like, I'm fixing, I'm wearing this, you know, I'm, I'm fixing my dress and it's like, he's talking to me and he's like, I love you. Like, and I, he's kissing me and his foot, like his, his leg just kind of like, like, in his and I was like, he's like, I love you. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And, you know, went on with it. And I was just like, he's like, will you marry me? I was like, is this real? Oh my God. Are you serious? And I, and I'm like, I ugly cried and I didn't realize like at that moment and in all honesty, and I know I'm going to sound like a hopeless romantic or whatever barf, but <laughs> it was as if nobody else was fucking there. Like I did not 
see or hear anybody. Like it was just him and I, I was so just at that moment, I got like so spaced out. Like I was, I was out of body experience in a way. I don't know how to explain it better. You weren't expecting it, right? I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I just, I don't want to say I'm that oblivious, but I wasn't, I just, we were just having a Sunday fun day. We, you know, I, we've been super stressed and we just needed to, you know, get some time off. And then that I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I ugly cried. Um, once, once I took my other, my promise ring off and I put this on, I, and of course I can't stop looking at it. Cause I was just like, fuck, you did good, mister. Like, Okay. to the ring <laughs> yes like I okay so I know it sounds super bitchy but I would always kind of tell him I'm like I want to help you like I want to go pick it out like can we go ring shopping like I would throw it out there you know and because I never knew what I liked I never knew the ring style of what I wanted like that's not that's not something I'm used to you know mm -hmm. so when when I saw this and I'm like uh, that's that's mine <laughs> like are you fucking kidding yeah, like, goodness, the feeling yeah yes it's it's that part of <laughs> the hot chick movie with rob schneider it's like ling ling you forgot your bling bling like i will never forget this bling bling <laughs> like i i don't know i i'm 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 still in shock and there were so many people once i kind of came back to from la la land so many people were just surrounded and gathered and just congratulating and clapping and different things. And one woman offered to take our pictures and that's where I just like instantly kind of gave her my phone and I, I had to like shout out. I was like, Oh my God, please tell me if my makeup's messed up. Cause I could feel tears coming down and yeah, it was great though. It was super great. So congratulations again to the future Mrs. And Mrs. Chef. Thank Mr. you. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Chef for privacy reasons. <laughs> but yes, I oh my god. I I am so ready for this next phase. Um we talked about like a little bit of like what we want to do and I don't know. Like we're leaning leaning to maybe a small wedding, but also leaning to maybe like eloping because I have this one place in mind that I refer back to like every time him and I are next to each other. So I, I don't know. It's up in the air. I'm excited to see what happens in the photos and everything in your dress. Oh my God, dude. I, I really can't wait. So we, we've kind of talked and we're like, you know what? Let, so we had been kind of talking first about if we wanted to buy a house or if we wanted to have another child, of course, house definitely, but we were talking about all of those things. And so it's like, I told him, I was like, I don't know if I want to get married right away. I was like, I think we should get our house first. Yep. I was like, I just, I don't think there is a reason to throw a party before putting a roof over our family's head. And you've always been very financially responsible. So I try, dude. I try. Just, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm tired of being a broke bitch. Like, I want to be a financially responsible bitch instead. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on, on move, making many moves like that. Oh, yeah. Making money moves. 
And Jordan, it was so wonderful having you. And thank you so much for coming on today. There's, there's no better way to wrap everything up than kind of where we're at. Do you have any last comments and inspiration for our viewers for the evening? No, I'm just, I'm so happy that we finally got our schedules aligned and, uh, you know, got to get together and kind of just share about our lives and I'm happy for you. I'm so happy for you. I know Emily's going to be really happy for you and just congratulations on everything and congratulations on the podcast. I think you're, you're hustling, you're inspiring all the girls out there to kind of get their, their ideas going. So I'm very yes. proud of that's, you know, one of my biggest prefaces is just queen supporting queens, you know, it's, it's women empowerment at the end of the day. And I, I am so all for women, female businesses. I can't wait to have more people on for those who are interested in wanting to share and be a guest. Uh, feel free to reach out to me at Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y, at shitmyroommatesays.com. We are also uh, now streaming on all major platforms. I just found out yesterday that I was approved for Pandora. So Yay! now all major platforms. You can find all of our links, merch, videos, episodes, information, everything you need on my website, www.shitmyroommatesays.com. Miss Jordan, it was wonderful having you. Guys, if y'all are interested in wanting to come on, please feel free to shoot out and reach out to me and like and subscribe. Miss Jordan, all the love to you, ma'am. I love you to the moon and back. You have a wonderful evening, boo. Bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed today's topic and guests, just stay tuned and subscribe. 